The Decameron, A Year of Otherworldly Tales by Shauna Kozar. Episode 2, True Jack. square bracket, life square bracket, then square bracket, hope square bracket, Jack muttered aloud as he worked on his laptop. If square bracket, life equals quarantine square bracket, then square bracket, mind-numbingly square bracket, boring, he scowled in guilty frustration, knowing that he really didn't have anything to complain about. He was one of the lucky ones. He could work from home. Software testing was like hairdressing, in that someone was always in need of it, and he suspected that, like hair, bad code kept growing even after you were dead. Unlike stylists, he didn't need to come anywhere near another human being to do it, and he still got paid. No tips, though, and no gossip. Still, he could pay his bills, exercise indoors, or in a one-kilometer radius around his home, and he'd learn to make damn fine shoe pastry. Let the good times profiterole, he thought wryly. He'd always felt he was meant to do far more exciting things with his life. He had fallen into computing because he could solve problems and seemed to have an unerring ability to get code precisely right the first time and to zero in on others' errors like a hawk. He could learn new computer languages almost by osmosis, except he didn't see them as strings of code. He saw them as constellations of starry rain and heard them as landscapes of longing and delight, full of magical otherworldly music. Testing and fixing, though, was boring. He liked to write his own code, and if he had a choice, he'd write other things, too. He'd be a fantasy author, except he wouldn't write his stories as fantasy. His writing would be a travel log, an autobiography of a journey taken long ago whose pathways were written in his blood. Anytime he looked at a circuit board, he saw a map back to his heart's wherevermore, the undying lands, his adopted true home. He was desperate to find that place again, to go back and never leave. He never told this to any of the hardcore nerds on the forums he subscribed to, of course. They'd pwn his daydreaming arse to kingdom come. But boring though testing was, every time a string returned true, it felt like a lover's kiss, an affirmation of his worth beyond this life. It was better than likes, and if he stared at the word long enough, it would flow into runes that looked like branches stretching up through waves, like a language he once knew more deeply than any other he had learned since. He had just finished uploading another series of tests and bug fixes for his current project to his employer's server 
for cross-checking by the implementation team. They wouldn't find anything wrong, he knew. He never let work go until it rang completely true when his phone dinged. He had a message on one of the gaming groups he belonged to, the text-based adventure Moot. He read it over and did a little research on the sender. Thought so. Mara Darkmage was on a number of multiplayer campaign games and she, the character's avatar was generally portrayed as passing between seductively female and crone-like, tended to play like she had some secret knowledge of the ending to which the other players were oblivious. She wasn't afraid to sacrifice others either, which was never really okay in a cooperative game as far as Jack was concerned. He liked a good story as much as the next guy. He wouldn't have to spruce himself up for streaming and, if they were going text-based, freezing was unlikely to stop play. Might be fun. It would give him a chance to try out some of his story ideas on an attuned audience, too, he thought. He wrote back, Dear Lady Darkmage, Jack Truman, Chapman, Tinker, Sinner, Spy. A good story or a wicked one well told and I'm in. I shall abide here in the tavern and await other stalwart companions. Soon after his reply, Mara Darkmage responded, Well met, Jack Truman. Is that your true name? True enough, Jack wrote back with a smiley, grinning as he returned to a particularly knotted string of badly commented code. How was he supposed to follow the thread if whoever wrote it didn't leave a proper trail? He felt like he was trying to weave on a loom where none of the strands were tied properly. It was a mess, he sighed. Okay, he said to the screen. I get that someone has to bottom out the curve in computing class, but would it have killed you to actually learn what a bracket was for? He picked away delicately and soon had a fair landscape unfolding in his mind's eye. That, at least, was satisfying. His phone chimed. Another message from the Lady Mara. Task kill F forward slash if status equals didn't answer the question, followed by an old school ASCII winking devil face. Jack took the bait, a little unnerved. That's badly inventive syntax. I salute you, but I didn't take you for a code monkey. The question should be, sir, how did I take you for one? Touché, Jack thought, but didn't respond. Glassy black silence stretched between them like a cat. Your name, true man, Mara wrote back. I thought you might spend your time dreaming of electric sheep. Jack was nervous. She was either good, smart, or lucky, and he didn't like feeling like he was on his back foot. That would make me not human and pretty boring. So would it make us all. Have we met before? I was a minor thief with you and a raiding party on the Arvonia campaign in Battlesage. You're good, but you don't have play dirty where magic is concerned. Forewarned is forearmed. We will begin our quest when we have at least a party of four. Farewell, men of truth, Mara signed off and went back, Jack supposed, to whatever was her day job. Another winking devil face as Mara signed off, this one looking the other way.
man of truth hit the mark deeply, Jack realized. He'd have to watch this dark mage character. In the heady days of his youth, when the internet seemed boundless and wild and he felt himself a virtuoso who could play any string of code and make it sing to his tune, Jack had the idea to make it big as a hacker and then retire before 30 to whatever place on earth mirrored the dearest vista of his heart. Trouble was, it was hard to recreate in a new place somewhere you knew you had been before, and the land he loved most was truly like nothing on this earth. And to be a good hacker, you had to be able to lie like breathing and keep track of your deception, continuously spinning two sets of plates at the same time, those that revolved around your scam and those that spun your cover. He hadn't yet truly found a place to rival the one he knew he had once been torn from and, because of that bright sojourn so long ago, for some reason, he could never tell a lie. Yo-ho, a tester's life for me, Jack mused as he ran a fix and was rewarded with a returning cascade of true. He closed his eyes and raised his face into the shaft of warm sunlight slanting through the window of his room, feeling again the starry rain of fairy. The Decameron, A Year of Otherworldly Tales, is an original work by Shauna Kozar, all rights reserved. Shauna gratefully acknowledges that she lives and works in a beautiful, storied place, the ancestral lands of the Snamuk First Nation, and that she crafts her tales thanks to the support of the Canada Council.